Hey everyone, welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is Wednesday of Holy Week. Today we are going to continue the journey towards the cross that we've been walking the past few days, looking at scripture and what was most likely the timeline of events for the day leading up to the crucifixion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Thanks for joining. I hope that this is um, helping you center and focus your heart and your mind this week leading up to Resurrection Sunday. And if it is, it would mean so much if you would share it, invite people to listen along. Also, if you have not done so, wherever you listen, take a moment to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks. Let's get going. Today was a pretty quiet day um, for Jesus. It's believed that today he spent time resting, but that doesn't mean that things were not happening. You see, the plot and the preparations were the main focus of today. Judas was in the thick of it. He met with religious leaders and agreed to help them by betraying Jesus for money. And Jesus is no fool. And he was aware of the actions being taken, but instead of reacting, he tells his other disciples to go on and prepare for the Passover meal that they would have together. And today I'm going to read Mark chapter 14, verses 1 through 16. It was two days before the Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a cunning way to arrest Jesus and kill him. Not during the festival, they said, so that there won't be a riot among the people. While he was in Bethany, at the house of Simon the leper, this is what I read the other day, but it's so, it's so beautiful. While he was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, as he was reclining at the table, a woman came in with an alabaster jar, a very expensive perfume and pure nard. She broke the jar and poured it on his head, but some were expressing indignation to one another. Why has this perfume been wasted? For this perfume might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they began to scold her. Friends, that amount of money was like a, like a year's wages because a denarii or denarius is about a day's wage. And this perfume would have cost more than 300. The jar, the perfume, maybe together. We're not sure, but um, some people look at that and go, oh my gosh, she spent so much money on that just to pour it on Jesus's feet. Like the people who were there did. But man, you can't outgive God. You can't outgive God. And it was an, a, a, a pure and beautiful act of worship. And in a sense, it was portraying the preparation for burial. You know, and it even, it even speaks back to his birth when the gifts that were given were funeral gifts. Frankincense and myrrh, those are spices that are used to cover dead bodies so that the stench is not overwhelming. I mean, anyway. Continuing on in verse six, Jesus replied, leave her alone. Why are you bothering her? She's done a noble thing for me. You always have the poor with you and you can do what is good for them whenever you want, but you do not always have me. She's done what she could. She's anointed my body in advance for burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the 12, went to the chief priest to betray Jesus to them. And when they heard this, they were glad and promised to give him money. So he started looking for a good opportunity to betray him. 
on the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, his disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go and prepare the Passover so that you may eat it? So he sent two of his disciples and told them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. Wherever he enters, tell the owner of the house, The teacher says, Where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make the preparations for us there. So the disciples went out, entered the city, and found it just as he had told them. And they prepared the Passover. Now, I'd also like to take you back, and let's let's do some cross-referencing. Let's read Exodus chapter 12, and let's read verses 21 to 28. Exodus 12, 21 to 28. Then Moses summoned all the, all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go select an animal from the flock according to your families and slaughter the Passover animal. Take a cluster of hyssop, dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and brush the lintel and the two doorposts with some of the blood in the basin. None of you may go out the door of his house until morning. When the Lord passes through to strike Egypt and sees the blood on the lintel and the two doorposts, he will pass the, over the door and not let the destroyer enter your houses to strike you. Keep this commandment or keep this command permanently as a statute for you and your descendants. When you enter the land that the Lord will give you, as he promised, you are to observe this ceremony. When your children ask you, what does the ceremony mean to you? You are to reply, it is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord, for he passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt when he struck the Egyptians and he spared our homes. So the people knelt low and worshiped. Then the Israelites went and did this. They did just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Lord, I, again, am just grateful for your word. I'm thankful, Jesus, for the sacrifice that even, even days before you knew you would make. And you carried out your ministry in great humility, and you loved people well. Clearly, you loved people well. Thank you for helping us understand and learn what true acts of worship are, to not look judgmentally or begrudgingly at somebody else's offering of worship, but to celebrate anything and everything that people offer you from true and pure hearts. Lord, we are so much closer today than we were yesterday or the day before to remembering and celebrating and honoring, grieving, sitting in the weight of your sacrifice. Help us to not be overcome with what has to happen to lead up to our own celebrations today, times with family, church services, outreach events that we miss out on on what you really have done for us and who you truly are. Help us keep our eyes and our minds focused as we as we continue to walk with you towards the cross. Be with us, Jesus. And it's in your strong name we pray. Amen. <laughs>